there. Welcome back. I'm Karen Hall, your host of the Hero Within Podcast. I'm passionate about sharing inspiring true stories of unsung heroes who've overcome some of life's most challenging adversities. Come along with me and learn how you too can find hope and healing to return to love. I had such a great conversation about burdens with my good friend, Christy Curl, as she shared with me some thoughts about how we can turn burdens into blessings. I couldn't help but think of what comes to mind when I think of the word burden. It feels heavy. It feels uncomfortable. It feels unpleasant. And it certainly isn't something that's fun. I think of how I choose to get rid of burdens. Like when I used to carry a backpack full of heavy medical books when I was at the university and my shoulders would get so sore. I was so happy at the end of the day to not carry that weight. And it's the same way with other physical and emotional burdens I carry. I'm anxious to get rid of these burdens too. I've had times in my life when I fervently prayed and prayed and then I prayed some more. I fasted and attended the temple. I wanted to get rid of my burden. I looked for ways to lift the burdens of others because I knew how awful it felt. I drew near to the Lord, and I prayed some more. I sought help, and I still carried those burdens. And as time passed, I wanted to get rid of them even more. I was tired of carrying those burdens. But what if I saw my burdens differently? Well, why do we even have burdens? We are sent to this earth to grow. And part of growth involves stretching and expanding outside our comfort zone. I remember in my physiology class learning about muscles and how muscles need to have a burden of weight to move in order to make the muscles grow and get stronger. Without a burden of some kind, muscles atrophy and basically they start to vanish. And then a person is left weak and less able to lift and move things, including their own body. So burdens actually serve a purpose. One purpose is burdens are an opportunity to grow. I believe that before we came to earth, the Lord showed us what our life would look like, and He asked if we were willing to take on the proposed burdens. I also imagine that in many cases, He also showed us the blessings of growth that would result. I love growth. I love progress. And I love learning. I'm the student who wants to be near the teacher, and I sit in the front, anxious to absorb everything. When I was a girl, I'd go to the library, and my brother and sister and I could each check out 10 books for the week. I'd devour my books and all of their books in a matter of days, anxious to learn more. My best friend and I have often talked about our lives and our burdens. When we imagine our premortal conversations with the Lord, we often talk about how eager we were to come to earth and how we raced to get in line for the accelerated learning path or the fast track to growth in mortality. We wanted to grow like giants and be like redwoods, not spindly little twigs. And I know that's true, because I would hate to look back at my life in mortality and notice where I was stunted because I had chosen ease and comfort. I would feel like I'd wasted my time and my opportunity here. Before I was born, I know that in my incredible enthusiasm, when I heard the challenges presented, I probably said, bring it on, because progressing while I was on earth was my number one goal. 
and I knew that challenges would give me the growth and it was worth it. And now, as I look back at my life, it's true that some of my greatest growth has come when I have had heavy burdens. If I had to choose after I came to mortality, I probably wouldn't be so inclined to choose heavy burdens because my natural man avoids pain. But if I'd made that choice, I would have missed out on all the growth and all the blessings that I've had. But heavy burdens do take their toll. Just as carrying a heavy load can wear us out, feeling the weight of heavy emotional burdens can also feel exhausting. It's intriguing to me how emotional burdens can not only feel can not only feel mentally exhausting, but also physically draining. The Lord knows that we aren't able to carry these loads all by ourselves. I've heard the saying that the Lord doesn't give us more than we can handle. I think that's not totally true. I believe that the Lord does give us more than we can handle by ourselves, but He doesn't give us more than we can handle with Him. So what are we to do when we're weighed down? I have felt that heavy weight, and I have felt depleted physically and emotionally. I have cried out to the Lord for help to carry my burden. And although my prayers weren't answered immediately, nor in the way that I had hoped, He has been merciful, and He has answered my prayers. Well, how do I know that the Lord does give us more than we can handle by ourselves? Because He tells us to give our burdens to Him. If He thought we could handle it by ourselves, He wouldn't ask us to share our burden with Him. In Psalms 55.22, we read, Cast thy burden upon the Lord, and He shall sustain thee. By myself, I am unable to bear my burdens. But with Him, all things are possible. With Him, He promises to sustain me as I cast my burdens on Him. Jesus tells us that He wants us to give Him our burden. I used to wonder, how am I supposed to give Him my burden? I still had it day in and day out. I heard people talk about laying their burdens down at His feet. And that felt so foreign to me, because my burdens felt like those annoying black gnats that swarm around your face, and as much as you swat them away or move away, they keep flying in your eyes and even up your nose. (laughs) You don't like those gnats, nor do you want those gnats, and you'd happily get rid of them, but they won't leave your side. And that's how I felt. I would have given my burdens to the Lord, but I didn't know how yet. And so I poured my heart out to Him about my burdens. I told Him everything about how I felt. And in the meantime, while I was learning, He sent angels who followed His example. In the Bible, in Galatians 6, 2, we are commanded as fellow children of God to bear ye one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. I'm so grateful for those loving, unselfish souls who were willing to help carry my burdens and make them lighter. They were the Lord's hands. I like the saying, many hands make light work. I especially like that motto when my family gets together and we have a big meal and everyone helps wash the dishes or we work on some other projects together. I always loved stories about how the pioneers worked together in quilting bees and raising barns. There's a bonding feeling when we work together in unity and we have a deep feeling of gratitude 
especially when it's our barn that's being raised. Jesus also invites us to come to Him and be yoked with Him so that He can help carry our burden on His shoulders. Whenever someone helps carry the load, we are given a measure of relief. The Lord promises that as we come to Him and take His yoke upon us, He will give us rest. In Matthew eleven twenty-eight through 30 it says, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. The Savior wants us to lift the burdens of others, and in contrast, He condemns those who add burdens to others, such as the scribes and Pharisees when He said, For they bind heavy burdens and grieve us to be born, and lay them on men's shoulders, but they themselves will not move them with one of their fingers. I thought Christy brought up some great points when she wondered if we are making the gospel burdensome for our family and for ourselves. Are we taking the joy out of living the gospel? She talked about how the scribes and Pharisees added to the law to make keeping the Sabbath day a burden and how sometimes we do that with our family on Sundays. Some families are so strict that it can cause resentment instead of fostering love for the Savior. I remember in our family when our kids didn't feel the joy of the Sabbath, and I wondered what to do. As I prayed about it, I thought, instead of focusing on a list of what not to do, I decided to focus on what we could do. Each Sunday, I'd ask the kids, what are two things that we can do together that you would enjoy? Most of the time, my kids chose to do service because they loved helping others and connecting with them. Sometimes we listened to inspiring messages while we played outside to use up some of their energy. And as I mentioned, our goal was to have a song, a prayer, and a good feeling. And as I mentioned in my episode with Christy, our family goal was to have a song, a prayer, and a good feeling. And if we only got the good feeling, that was the most important part. Christy and I also discussed how to remove unnecessary burdens, such as not holding a grudge or getting rid of a bad habit. When someone in our life is struggling with such a burden, we can sometimes add to their burdens by judging them and by withholding our love. We sometimes do these things because we think it will help motivate them to get rid of their unnecessary burden. But the most powerful way that we can follow the Savior's admonition to lift their burden is to love them as the Savior would. Well, you might wonder, did I ever learn to give my burdens to the Lord? And I did. There's so much that I could say. But as an overview, the first thing I did was I kept coming to Him. And I kept pleading for His help. I kept pouring my heart out to Him. I kept thinking of Him and learning of Him by reading the scriptures and other inspirational messages. I kept talking to him about how I felt and how hard it was for me to understand how to give my burdens to him. I kept asking other people for help too. I prayed and prayed with all the energy of heart, and I kept serving and trying to lift the burdens of others because I knew how hard it was to carry my burdens. I learned that giving my burdens to the Lord was only possible when I submitted to his will That required a lot of trust on my part. Remember how I thought my burdens were like gnats? 
But what if they were actually little berries that I could catch and eat for nourishment? What if I looked at my burdens differently and saw them as the vehicle to help me progress up to the top of a difficult mountain pass? What if I resented my burden, like resenting my trusty old Ford truck for not being a shiny new car? And then what if I found out that the shiny new car was just a 3D printed Mercedes shell tacked onto a little economy car that couldn't even get up the first hill? If I understood the value of my Ford truck, I'd be so grateful for it and I would see how blessed I was to have it. And that's what I learned. My burdens have been the vehicle to give me the humility to have the desire to draw nearer to the Lord and to want His will more than mine. My burdens have been the vehicle that have taken me up bumpy roads that I never would have taken if I had chosen, but I would have missed such awe-inspiring views that have changed me. Through my burdens, the Lord first enabled me to submit to His will and to trust Him that He had a better plan for me by not removing the burden. Then He opened my eyes, and line upon line, He taught me the blessings that I was receiving through my burdens. Just like Christy learned deeper empathy and compassion through her burdens, I also learned deeper compassion. And there's so many gifts that I could say. But most of all, my burdens brought me closer to the Lord as I became acquainted with Him in my extremities. He traveled with me, walking beside me each step of the way, and many times carrying me. I was yoked to Him, and through the power of His atonement and by His grace, He enabled me to submit to His will. He helped me to learn about Him and about His tender mercies. He blessed me to see His hand in my life. I knew that He was mindful of me in greater ways than I had ever known before. I have been filled with deep gratitude and joy. For the sake of time, suffice it to say that my burdens have turned into blessings. I have grown in ways I never would have imagined. I can genuinely say that I am grateful for my burdens, just like I'd be grateful for my trusty old truck because they were the means by me seeing the Lord and experiencing His goodness and mercy in my life. My burdens have turned into my greatest blessings, and this process continues to evolve in my life. How have your burdens turned into blessings in your life? I'd love to know. And before I go, here are some reviews of the podcast. Glenda said, What a nice surprise to listen to your latest podcast and hear the accolades you expressed about me. Thank you for all the sweet expressions of love. Being a stay-at-home mom is definitely challenging for many reasons. But as a mother, you're not left feeling that you should have done more for your kids because we were there. We did all that was possible to be done, and it brought us much joy and provided our kids with an optimal growing up experience. Our careers suffered, but we got to experience that also later in life. Christina said, Thank you for sharing this powerful story of Heather. It's an example of how we as parents need to advocate for what our child needs. It's not always easy, but it's always worth it. Another reviewer said, I loved your interview with Heather Burroughs. You are so skilled at validating your guests' stories and remembering what they say. I love how you praise your guests for the ways that they've handled the challenges in their lives. Heather is amazing and so are you. I want to know more about her. I'm going to look up the Homesteads for Hope 
and learn more about the farm. Another reviewer said, What a wonderful anniversary message you gave to your husband Joshua on your podcast. I'm sure he was surprised and so happy to hear it. MT said, I loved your podcast about marriage. Such a tribute to you and Joshua. I loved how you said it takes at least one to keep the marriage going. So true. Beautiful. So thanks so much for listening. I really, really appreciate you writing in and sending your thoughts and reviews about the podcast. I wanted to tell you how much it means to me. So thanks for being with us. And I can't wait till next time. Thanks for listening. I know you're busy. Did you know that you help spread the love by leaving a review and following? This helps increase our visibility so people can find us online. I really appreciate your help. I'm wishing you lots of love in your own hero's journey.